Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Hello and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast where we engage in life and theology without taking ourselves or others very seriously at all. <laughs> I am one of your co-hosts, Josh Loftus. I am said other co-host, Senior Jack Berry. Hello, Senior Berry. <laughs> I know. How are you, sir? I'm well, and uh, happy... Josh, happy Wife Appreciation Day. Oh, this is a good day. This is a good day. <laughs> uh, well, no, this is a really bad day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. This is, this is bad. Uh, I did not get my wife anything for this day because I did not know today was a day. Uh, so, sweetheart, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. You are my world, my life. <laughs> And I'll bring you home a prize from Chicago. I feel like you're still going to start singing Stevie. What is it? You are the sunshine yes, yes. of my so, life. So no, at this point, at this point, it's just going to have to be. At this point, it's going to have to be. I just called <laughs> to say I love you. Because <laughs> uh, that's about as good as it's going to get right now. Wow. But uh, okay, wife appreciation day. That's fantastic. So Jack, we are currently. Uh, still in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, at the time of this recording, this is our last day here. Mm-hmm. We are outside uh, in the wonderful, really open, spacious patio of our gracious host Pat and Cheryl Aldridge. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, if you hear like dogs barking or planes going overhead, yeah. it was just too nice uh, to not record outside. Yes. So Jack and I are pulling an audible and getting some raw audio. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Doing it right. So Jack, we have had we have had a week. Yes. It's been a good week. Yes, quite the half week, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we we shoved a full week of things into a half week. And yeah. by a full week of things, meaning just pretty much the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just constantly. But uh yeah, we were out here for the Doc and Devo conference. Um super awesome. Huge props to uh Redeemer Fellowship and Joe and Jimmy, Doc and Devo for putting the conference on. It was really, really good. It was on uh, Covenantal Theology. Yep. Old Sam the Man Renahan. That's right. Had uh, Sam Renahan. As he said himself, 
uh, I am a pagan Irishman. <laughs> I think he said that like a couple different times I think about he did. coming yeah, yeah. in theology. So yep. it was yep. pretty. That was that's pretty funny. Right. Uh, talking about just how Christ saves us and stuff like that, and how Christ uh, includes the Gentiles, including pagan Irishmen, including pagan um, Irishmen. Dude, like, dude, if there's hope for <laughs> pagan Irishmen, there's hope for anyone. Who, who apparently he said eat babies or something like that. I don't know if he said that. I missed that. Was that in the last session? Uh, he, I guess I missed the yeah, last that's session. That's true. You you uh, you got called out. In the I, last I, session, I got, I got called out for missing the last session too in front of 112 <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Um, but no, it's been, dude, it's been a great week. Uh, got to uh, hang out with Pat a lot, which was awesome. Um, yeah. um, actually recorded an ep with him that probably at the time of when you're listening to this, that probably would have been last week's ep for listeners. Um, got to hang out with Joe and Jimmy quite yeah. a lot, quite extensively, like like one on one, like intimate time with them. That was a lot of fun. I don't know about intimate. Well, you know, it's always somewhat intimate. I guess with more, them is the more, thing. Uh, I guess more. Uh, <laughs> More insulting jabs than intimate. <laughs> yeah, intimate yeah, that's time. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> just kind of turns into one up. It, it, it's just a one up. Yeah, yeah, yep, but it's good. Uh, it's good talking with them and just poking fun at each other back and forth and stuff like that. And then hanging out with Pat and then uh, just throughout, I, I would say probably our time since Wednesday, it was just good hanging out with so many different people. Yeah. As far as. Um, as much as we could with the little amount of time that we could. But, um, yeah, it was a good time uh, interacting. And I guess that's the that's the difference between this conference and every other conference that you go to with some sort of reformed-ish kind of moniker is that you get way more fellowship time than you would uh, if you were at any other conference where you're just kind of, like, stacked Right up with speakers, and it's all about the speakers, and you're like, yeah. So when am I gonna hang out with like actual people that I can interact with? Right, right. Um, but yeah, I think that's the that's the benefit to this conference. I also think, um, yeah, just today, uh, we're we're recording right now on Sunday, and so had a good Lord's Day uh, over there at Redeemer Fellowship, and then uh, spent. Spent most of the day at La Vida as well, too. Right. And so, but yeah, yeah, great times. Yeah, something I really like about the Doc and Devo conference is, and and again, I think I think you touched on it a little bit in that it is, um, it's something that is, I think, really unique to this conference because I've been to quite a few conferences. I've kind of done yeah most of the big ones, right? Uh, and something that I think is really unique and really cool about this specific one is one the thing you touched on the time they give you to get to know the people that are there to hang out with the people and to have some really good fellowship yeah right um you don't you don't get that you get yeah. you get like 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 15 20 minute blocks uh in you know if a 3 that. day conference yeah if that and not much fellowshipping actually goes on but they actually like create time as part of the conference mm-hmm. to get to know people and yeah. and to you know exchange phone numbers, emails, things like that. It's it's really really cool. Yeah, just like Jimmy and Joe don't take themselves that seriously. Uh, I think they're they're trying to uh, take less stress off of them being the focal point of the conference and having uh, kind of everybody else kind of be the focal point of the conference. And so yeah, I think that's vastly different than what you see at other conferences where it's like. Oh, I gotta see this guy speak. I gotta see this guy speak. And right. it's like, no, this is more time to kind of revel in the fact that God has us in different places around the United States and that He's yeah. 
he's doing his work uh, throughout his church across uh, the country. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, another thing I like about the Doc and Devo conference is really just, I think this conference, more than any other I've been to, really does a great job at showing and providing um, kind of the explanation to how the theology you're learning should impact your life in ministry. You yeah. know, because a lot of the larger conferences, um, it's a lot of theology. It's a lot of lecture. It's yeah. a lot of exposition. I mean, which is all good. You need all that. But I have found that it can tend to be light in the application department. Sure. Um, and something I really appreciated about Doc and Devo and, uh, you know, the ministry Joe and Jimmy have there is they're very local church oriented. And the conferences, you always walk away with the conferences with an idea of like, okay, this is how my life should be different. This is how my interaction with people in church should be different. This is how I should change in light of whatever theology or topic, you know, the conference is on that, that particular year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, just different. Um, it's a different vibe, I guess. Uh, if you go to, if you have gone to like G3 or G3 is super stacked one on top of the other. Sure. Um, I think together our TGC's conference is a little more, little bit more lenient, but you're kind of regulated to the kind of Indianapolis area at best. Um, but here it's a little bit more chill because you're not in a city necessarily. Right. You're in Geneva and St. Charles area, which is a little bit more chill and laid back and you have time to kind of go and hang out. And, uh, we've had, we've been kind of blessed with, uh, fresh air out here. And oh then, man, we stepped off the plane Yeah, coming from like, the seventh layer of hell in in, the, in Seattle yeah, of smoke layered oh, in smoke. Dude, we stepped off the plane into O'Hare and like breathed deep. Yeah, uh, it was so nice. Yeah, it yep. was very good. Is and and then while we were here, apparently the weather turned a little bit yes. better than here, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, to think about. Like everything's like, back to normal now. What? <laughs> everything's okay. We can go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I don't. I don't have to like dread going. It's okay, back guys. Home. Apocalypse is over in Washington State. <laughs> Come on back in. I'm starting to think it like it took us leaving. <laughs> it's like all right, Josh and Jack are out. Let's get everything back Those to normal. Those deplorables <laughs> can leave, and then we'll fix everything. Thing and then exactly. Oh, that's that's it's it's true. It's true. But uh, so, Jack, w- what were a few things about the conference or just our stay here? Uh, just kind of throughout the week, what are some highlights for you? Yeah, I would say uh, just hearing Sam and hearing about. Uh, I've heard covenant theology before in many different flavors and forms, but I think he does a great job at really just bringing out the receipts on stuff, especially when it comes to scripture. Uh, He talked about uh, the covenant, the covenant of works first or the uh, Adamic covenant, so to say, right. Um, The covenant with Adam. And then you have uh, the covenant, the Noahic covenant, and then you have the Abrahamic and then you have the Mosaic and the Davidic. And then the new covenant, which I usually refer to as the renewed covenant sure. uh, because all the prophets talk about this is this is already going to be promised to us. We just are waiting for it to happen. Right. So um, him talking, uh, just hearing him talk about those covenants and just how they kind of are 
uh, interwoven into scripture is very different than I think our country is used to because our country doesn't talk about covenants. Our country talks no. about dispensations of time. Yes. And yeah. oh yeah. my gosh, a pat like uh <laughs> locusts are apache helicopters um <laughs> so with very, with love yeah. with love to our our dispensationalist sure. brethren y'all are huge about uh interpreting scripture literally <laughs> until you get to stuff where you're like oh no that's not actually locusts it's apache helicopters like yeah. come on guys <laughs> yeah i think i think sam did a really good job of uh making some distinctions between Israel and the church. I liked one line that he said of how Israel was pregnant with the church. That that was really good. I like that. Super early church. He went early church fathers he did. on us. He which did. I love, uh, if anybody know, knows me, they know that I love kind of early church fathers and yep. and what they talk about. Um, and um, yeah, that was a really good line from him. But yeah, I think uh, Sam's talk, especially just uh, his sermon today on Psalm 30, uh, 131 was really good as well, too. Um, but yeah, just I think his talk. But then uh, another thing that kind of sticks out is, too, is just like having a cigar with like guys we haven't seen in a while. I haven't seen Travel. Hey, shout out to Travel. That's a cool. That's a, he's a cool cat. Yeah. I Travel, like him a lot. Travel's a great guy. He's yeah. a member at Redeemer. Um He's by the time we co- record this, I don't know if he will be or have already preached, but um, oh yeah, sure, sure. Travel sure, sure. Travel gives out some H. B. Charles vibes, and that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. really good. Uh, but yeah, well, he... Travel was my partner in crime. Like Travel and literally. I, literally, <laughs> literally, literally, <laughs> Travel and I skipped out the last <laughs> session to go hang out and talk, uh, and then we get back for like the Q and A, and Joe from the stage is all like, oh. Josh, you missed the last session. You weren't even here. You skipped out. And you were with Travel, and he's a member at Redeemer. <laughs> what? Uh, no. Uh, well, Josh tried to pull a fast one on Jimmy Joe and Sam. Okay, okay. You, oh, you, oh, to, oh, you're going to bring this up. Tried to make a joke It to was a good joke. Travel, yeah. <laughs> Travel was on board. I was on board. It was a funny joke. So basically, okay, well, I have to tell it now. Basically, what happened is they have the Q&A session, right? And everyone's going around giving questions to sam renahan and, Joe and by and the way those questions were super deep dude some of I'm those talking, questions i'm like what in the world they were like, they were in the weeds on some of those questions it's true it's true we we, we went we they grabbed a shovel and like <laughs> dug for china is what yeah. they did but anyway so i'm like okay like i want to like lighten this up right like joe and jimmy are all about <laughs> levity you know and like having a good sure. time and not taking ourselves too serious and things were serious i'm like okay and I texted Travel like what I was gonna joke about, right? <laughs> and Travel's like, "Oh yeah, do it, do it, do it." I'm like, "Okay, all right, here we go." So like, I asked for the mic. I'm like, "So," and and up to this point, like we've been, it's been nothing but covenantal theology. Yeah, every covenant, right? Just yeah. deep dives into every single one. And I'm like, "Okay," so I'm like, "So guys, uh, my question is for anyone uh, on on the platform there, you know, I w- and I was hoping you guys would touch on it." Um, but I was hoping if you could just just kind of help me understand a little bit exactly uh, what what is covenantal theology. <laughs> <laughs> and in my and head, dude, right dude, over their heads, silence. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, it was no laughter. Rickets. I think we. No I think one guy maybe what, like so, chuckled, but chuckled to himself because he didn't want other people to hear. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh yeah, I forgot. 
y'all are a bunch of Reformed Baptists. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't know how to laugh. <laughs> and Terrell, I look at Terrell, and he's just he, that that black man went white. <laughs> oh my did, gosh, he did. And I was talking to him after. He's like, "Yeah, no, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, but no one else did." <laughs> so I had a nope. joke that completely, totally bombed. Yeah. But it's okay, you know. I mean, you take it. You, you take it on the shoulder. You get over it. You take it on yes. the chin, just like anything else. But anyway, yeah, it was shortly after that. Oh, and then they disqualified us from the contest. Oh, did you yeah. Did you notice that? Well, they had one book to give away. Yeah, they had Sam's book to give give away, which uh, I bought. I was in the I was in the process. Yeah, you bought two of them. I bought two there. of them just to prove to Jimmy how much founders hated him and then hate me. Um, and then I said, "Hey, look at this!" And he's like, "What?" It's like they said they were sold out. It's like not no more, baby. No. So like. So they have one book, like one, like singular. Joe is holding the one book yeah. on campus to give away. And he's like, and he decides at that moment to try to figure out how to do the giveaway. So he tries like a couple things. He tries like a trivia. He asks some question about like, like without looking, how many Doc and Devo episodes do we have? Right. <laughs> and like, nobody got that. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, who traveled the, who traveled the farthest? Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we got this. So, like, you know, a couple people are like Colorado, uh, you know, West Virginia. Um, and you're blah, blah, like, blah. you're like, Seattle, duh. And yeah, it's like, yeah. no, you're out of the contest. Oh, dude, seriously. <laughs> I just, I waited and I was like, I was like, Seattle. And Jimmy goes over there. He's like, no, 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 you're disqualified. You weren't even here for the last session. You guys don't count. And I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> I wanted that book. <laughs> so we would have won if they hadn't, like, you know, pulled a. They, they, uh, there was some collusion, technical disqualification. Yeah, 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 I got disqualified for some for skipping out on the last session. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, well, what are you gonna do? That's okay. I'm just gonna go buy it. Yeah, and and it's not, it's not actually too, it doesn't break the bank, too. Some books, when you buy them in paperback, are very, they're in the $30 range. I think this was 17 so. Oh, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Okay. And what's the book called again? I forget. Because uh, I, 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 I want to do a shout out oh on, on the podcast here. Well, the author is Sam Ranahan. It's his book on, on covenantal theology. Um, and it's super, super good. Jack, uh, Jack's looking up the title right now. But uh, anyone who is either coming into Reformed theology or, or is currently Calvinistic or want to learn more about Reformed theology, um, as we've already covered on the Reformatory here, um, in order to be Reformed, right, you got to be Calvinistic, confessional, and covenantal, right? So this book handles the Reformed Baptist perspective on covenantal theology. Yeah, he definitely, uh, if anybody, there's a couple different books out there that kind of talk about uh, Baptist covenantal theology a lot and i think sam is um making distinctions and trying to clarify some things from kind of the the credo baptist point of view yeah. but uh the title is uh the mystery of christ his covenant and his kingdom all right yeah so head over and it's you got to go to founders is it founders.com yes. you is that what it go is? to i don't know if it's necessarily it's uh i know if you type in founders press you'll find it okay uh, and so if you go actually to, let me see if I can. Cause it's not on up. Amazon. I looked, no. it's not like the, there's, there's only one place you can get the book. 
Um, and yeah, it's a fantastic book. I would highly recommend it. Highly recommend checking it out. Grab yourself a copy. Grab a couple copies. Give one to your pastor. I'm sure they would really appreciate it. If you go to uh, press.founders.org, uh, you'll find basically uh, that book and then uh, some other books uh, from different authors as well. There's one by uh, Richard Barcelos, who I really appreciate. That's a good book. Uh, it's called Getting the Garden Right. Yep. Uh, he's another Reformed Baptist down in California as well, too. So, uh, But, yeah, you can go on there and uh, look it up. Uh, I'm fairly sure they still have it in print, and they haven't run out of anything. So, Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Now, it was a great conference. I think something that I really liked, I made a note here on, I think it was during... It might have been his first Sam's first or second session, but he was talking about he was talking about the language that we use in covenantal theology and as reformed theologians how we need to be okay with allowing certain aspects of language to change. Do you remember that? Yeah. I really appreciated that because something if there's something us reformed people don't like it's changed. <laughs> not only that, but I think the great thing that he brought up about, he's like, I'm not here to like, I think he, he, I think he even prefaced how he was talking about certain things. He's like, you know, people online are going to say, okay, I'm on this team, you know, to heck right. with you. I'm right. on that team. To you have to say you. it this way. But and if you don't like, say it this way, yeah. it's wrong. But it's like, he did, he did say, uh, it's like, you know, it's like, you don't have to be absolutist in um, your language in order to agree with somebody necessarily. Right. And so I think he is, I think I really appreciate that about him and about his dip- disposition, especially online and especially to other believers, because I think the culture in which we live in right now is like, say exactly what I say and I do. Right. Or else get out. Yeah. Get out of my yeah. face. You're ostracized. You're not part of the club. Right. And th- th- I mean that happens in the form world a dime a dozen times. Oh, huge! Well, especially online. Yeah. Right. Like, it, like we we are very guilty of having a very exclusive uh, language, yeah. a very exclusive way of speaking. Yeah. Right. Uh, an exclusive reformed dialect, if you will. And I think I think what what I wrote down it's not a direct quote, but it's kind of just just a summation is is we need to allow the language of covenant theology to change as the spirit applies it to the current and future generations. Mm-hmm. He's like, the truths that we're speaking about in covenant theology, they are truths from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Men didn't make them up, yeah. right? And the the language that we have used to explain it works for our generation, but we need to be okay with the spirit applying those truths differently to different people. Because that's what the spirit does, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not. It's not that we here in 2020 have stumbled upon like the golden definitions. Yeah. Right. And he was, I think, really, really great point is is look, you need to be okay with the spirit doing what the spirit does, mm-hmm. and revealing these truths to people how it decides. Yeah. Right. Because I think, like you were saying, Jack, we. We as Reformed people, I think, are very guilty of of ostracizing people for not using specific enough language. Yeah. Right? Like, if you don't, you know, say, say, you know, actually, you know, Travell and I were talking about this um, and how it's really big in, like, the 
the black and hip hop community because mm-hmm. uh, Travell helped with that movie Calvinist, yeah. right? And sure. they were going around, you know, filming, interviewing different people. And what what he said he found was really interesting was that the vast majority of people in like the hip hop community that they would interview didn't really know about the terms Calvinism. They didn't they yeah. they couldn't tell you what tulip was, yeah. right? But when you sat down and went through went through the doctrine, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's in the Bible. Of course I believe that. Of course yeah. I believe total depravity. Of course I believe limited atonement. Of course I believe all this. It's in the Bible." Right? But when you're like, "Well, then aren't you a Calvinist?" They're like, "Well, what's that?" Right? Yeah. And we need to be and Trevo was ex- expressing that there were some individuals uh that that you know, didn't didn't appreciate that or or really wanted the term Calvinism to be kind of preeminent there. Yeah. Right? And I just think I was really appreciated just the fact that, look, this is biblical doctrine we're talking about. Yeah, I think uh, one of my favorite um, teachers and preachers and all-around uh, good people, Doug Logan Jr., always says— Dougie which, Fresh. Yeah. Uh, Dougie Fresh. Dougie Logans. Uh <laughs> When you're when you're on the block, people don't give a rip, and people don't care about who Martin Luther is, who John Calvin is. Right. They want truth. They want hope. They want something to cling to. They want something that is transcendent, uh, and they don't care whose name's on it because right. they're they don't even care about whose name. Right. Is it in the text? Is it in the word? Yeah. I think that's what they're going to care about most. So, um, yeah, I think that you know. Just because you don't know all these dead white guys <laughs> don't mean sure. that you need to be excluded. It's like, if anything, it's all like, uh, we just want to hear, I guess, your test. I just want to hear that person's testimony of how they came to faith. And so, yeah, well, and, and yeah, I I want to know, do you do you understand the gospel? Sure. Right, right, right. Do you understand what it means to be saved? Do you understand the doctrine that is in Scripture? Right. Yeah. And, and when Jack and I are talking about, look, it doesn't matter if somebody— calls themselves a Calvinist, right? We're talking about the terms. We're not talking about the doctrine. The doctrine's important. Yeah. We 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 want people to be diving into the word of God and exploring the doctrine and coming into a greater and fuller knowledge of who God is and how he saved us. And Calvinism is just the easy term that we Reformed Baptists use to kind of define what those truths are. But we need to be okay that someday the term Calvinism might not even be a thing. Yeah. Right? Because it wasn't before it wasn't before Calvin's time. Yeah. But the truths were no less true. The yeah. truths were still there. Yeah. Right? Calvin didn't create uh, the doctrines of grace. They've always been in Scripture. Right? Yeah. And people long before Calvin understood what the doctrines of grace were. Yeah. Absolutely. So I really appreciated kind of that point that Sam made is that we need to be flexible and not be so, not be so hard-nosed on things that is okay if they flex and flux. Yeah. Right. But that's uh, that's I like to say that's not sexy to our culture. Today. No, it's not. No, we like. Uh, yeah. We, we like the snappy terms. Right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like the snappy terms because it puts you in a tribe and it defines your tribe and you're part of this clique of people, so to say. Sure. Um, and I think that oftentimes being in an echo chamber does not necessarily help you in some ways at all all. and uh i think certain i think what we're seeing now as well too in tribalism today is a a really just poisonous thing going on of just like 
you know, you're not in our club, forget you, or almost a dehumanization of other people. And because they're not in within this, these certain fenced out parameters and this tribe of people. And so, yeah, it's, uh, I, I just really appreciated Sam, um, and what he said primarily, uh, in those regards. But yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think social media has really been a huge catalyst for that. What do you say? Theological tribalism. Right. In that we we have no problem saying whatever we want, however we want to, to somebody on the other side of the keyboard. And it really what ends up happening is it takes our focus off of the local church, off of the people that God wants us to be focusing on. And we end up like fighting on some distant battlefield over something that doesn't actually even matter at the end of the day. Right. And we just. I think that is a huge problem right now in our church culture. And I really would love people to start perhaps not having so many debates online or better yet. How about have no debates online? Yeah. (laughs) Can we, can we stop that? That would be, that'd be fantastic. Um, and to start looking inward, right into the, into your local church. Cause I, I truly believe that if we all focused more on the people that are in front of us, how we can be serving and plugging into our local church. This this theological tribalism and this kind of my team, your team, I think we would see less of that. Yeah. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, you never know in our current culture and what we're going through right now, what could happen. But I think that's something that we could all be praying about, uh, definitely. But yeah, it's... Uh, but it's, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, our I don't think uh especially right now uh what we're going through in our country and around the world um I don't know if this is the year of just intense division. It's just the year of intense everything. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's um, the worst. And and yet again, I, I don't know, maybe Maybe I want to be optimistic as this or not, but it's like, I don't know if this is going to get better or not either. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I don't think we have any reason to think it's going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Post Mills. Yeah. We love you. We love you so much. <laughs> we love you. You're our brothers and sisters. But, you know, I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. seeing it happening. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think focus on your local church. I, I really think, again, that's that's like what we want to strive for on this podcast is what we want to be pointing you guys to um, and hopefully equipping you guys to do. Um, and I don't know. I, I came away from the conference really encouraged is to kind of like, okay, you know, I, I'm really thankful for covenant theology. I'm really thankful to see the story of Christ and the promise of Christ woven throughout the entirety of scripture. Um and I don't know, it just it just brings me it brings me some encouragement just to know that like at the end of the day, the entirety of scripture is meant to promote one thing, and that's Christ. Yeah. That's Christ and his gospel, right? He is the center of it. And if you are doing that as a pastor, as a deacon, as someone who just serving in church, if you are doing that, I think you are doing a a great job. And I'm comfortable locking arms with you in that. Yeah. Yeah, everybody has um, everybody has a place within the church who has been born again by uh, the Spirit, and I think that so many people don't uh, press into looking at serving within their local church sometimes because they're intimidated or because they feel ill-equipped. Um, 
the spirit will equip you. Let's be honest about that. There's oh, yeah. the spirit will equip you to uh to minister in different ways that you never expected before and help you. And uh I think the conference is just one way to see how the spirit is working in people's lives and uh it's encouraging. Uh and I just hope that that's the I know um that sometimes, especially within our current season of life, it can be discouraging sometimes because of certain divisions going on within the church. But, um, yeah, I just kind of left away with um, more hope, especially this morning, uh, Sam's sermon on Psalm uh, 131, just more hope and trust in Christ, uh, looking to him, and especially looking uh, to the personal work of Jesus and what he's done for us and how, uh, all of God's promises are accomplished through him and how uh, he is extending his hand to us and extending those promises as well, too. So, yeah, no, I yeah, I it's it's been a great, great couple of days. I think we it was cool. We met some some fans of the podcast. That, that was pretty neat. And uh, maybe I guess <laughs> got a few. <laughs> Maybe we met them, or maybe they're fans. Maybe they're fans. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I'm Ron Burgundy. Solid, solid. <laughs> and uh, I think I think we got a few more too. I I, I had I had a great time. Uh, the what was it Friday night? The get together at Jimmy's warehouse. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. dude, we we didn't even talk about the barbecue. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The guy who was making the barbecue was a Browns fan. Dude, another, that was hilarious. Hey, another fellow Browns Israelite Dude, up in this joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another of, part of the one remnant. of twelve. Yeah, one of twelve. Yeah. You, you one found of one of the brothers. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious because the the night before, Jack's. So Jack's a Browns fan. If you guys hadn't hadn't <laughs> gathered that at, at this point, but uh, the night before, Jack's team, the Browns, squeaked. By, if you, I was if on you pins had, and needles. If you had had five more minutes in that game, they would have blown it because they quite possibly <laughs> yes, yeah, because <laughs> they had quite the lead. And then by yeah. the end of the game, they were like one touchdown behind. I don't think it was necessarily our offense either. I think our the, I think the extent of the issue was the defense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. No, no, that th- yeah, but yeah, that's for sure. But a thirty thirty five win, and I was predicting a twenty twenty four win. You were. Uh, so it's like, yeah, add, you know, 10 more points and you're good. Easy, easy. But anyway, so we're me and a couple other guys, we're, we're just razzing Jack all night. Like, Oh, oh, you're Browns, you're Browns. Right. I think I'm storing up all the, all the, all the comments slung at me for like the great white throne judgment. And then I'll just be like, I'm not going to say anything because I'll let Jesus judge these people yeah. by the way they judge me. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I don't think Jesus is a Browns fan. So I don't know if you're going to get much. Help Jesus there. loves the least of these, Josh. <laughs> oh, well, if that's true, then he's definitely a Browns fan. <laughs> but anyway, it was so funny because we're in line for uh, the the catered uh, like Southern Southern barbecue. It was it one. The barbecue was fantastic. Yeah, it was the great. Pulled pork, beans, slaw. It was just so good. Potato salad. Yeah, it was great. But but we're we're in line and we're almost up to 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 get our food. And Jack's like we're razzing Jack again about the Browns. And Jack's like, hey y'all 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 whatever you were saying. And then like out of a out of like a cartoon. Yeah. The chef's head like pops out of the out of the out of the trailer and he's like, what? You a Browns fan? And Jack's like, what? 
It's like Browns, and Jack's like, yeah. I think it's it like, was. Yeah, I don't the know entire if it was trailer wi- like 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 explodes. They're all like, yeah. Browns I don't know. If, I don't know if it was his wife or somebody else said, yeah, he's got a tattoo, the Browns, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm not going that far. <laughs> Jack's I'm not, not that, that dedicated. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just graffiti the temple for the Browns here. People. Yeah, right, right. But it was so funny because because Jack's Jack's literally the only Browns fan, and then of all places, the people serving us barbecue are all Browns fans in that. It's predestined, trailer. Josh. It was yeah, right. You, you got all you got all reformed on us too. It's like oh look at this, look at this sovereignty. I was I was saying that I was I was getting a Hallelujah. little puffed. I was getting a little puffed up. <laughs> I think were. Jimmy said nope. Jack's gonna uh, no barbecue's gonna end. Jack yeah. nope. You're yeah. getting cut off right there. That's Browns right. fan. Everybody else goes. Like so that's why I'm in front of Jack because <laughs> yeah. I know what's gonna happen. But dude, the barbecue was great. That get together was great. Met some really cool guys. Uh, had really cool convo um with 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 a couple dudes some some pastors out down south west virginia yeah mountain mama holy yeah. mountain <laughs> shenandoah river that's right uh scott so, and ryan scott yes. and ryan the cool dudes those guys were awesome yeah so and uh they said they're gonna start listening to the podcast so it, it you know what if we didn't meet actual fans which i am convinced we did we have new ones so there we go <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we were like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm the cynic over here. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. I don't know about this. Jack, Jack just literally doesn't care. He's just like, hey, you know I'm what? I'm not saying that. I'm just I'm just skeptical on the whole fan thing. So. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, it was a great time. I had a fantastic time. Uh, exchanged some some phone numbers to keep in touch with guys mm-hmm. uh, it was really 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 cool I, I i thoroughly enjoyed myself looking forward to next year i'm hoping yeah. i'm assuming they're gonna have it it was down to the wire on this one like i was yeah i was like like weekly checking the website like did they cancel <laughs> did they cancel <laughs> yeah i thought they were going to yeah we'll see what happens but um yeah uh great time here in the chicagoland area uh, if you're listening to us and enjoy, if, and you have enjoyed uh, the Reformatory Podcast, you can catch us on the Sociables, on the Tweaker, the, yes. the Facebook, oh yeah, the Instant Gram, if you will, thirty mm. second Instagram. Yes, that's right. <laughs> all at whole uh, life, yeah, whole life Instagrams. Uh, all at uh, at Reformatory Pod. So, that's yeah. right. That's right. Head on over to uh, Patreon. Give us some supportage for less than one coffee a month. You too can become a Patreon supporter and have your name hallowed through the halls of this podcast. We thank you all for listening, and tune in next week for the next episode of the Reformatory. <laughs>